One, two, three. A tickle my shoe. Welcome back to the Thick and Gutter Podcast. My name is Alex. And my name is Jesse. Okay, Thick. And Butter. And butter. welcome to another review, podcast review. How's everything going with you, Jesse? <laughs> At first, I, I gave a pause for the listeners to reply if they felt like it. I'm oh, no, I, wasn't, I, I don't care about the listener. <laughs> <laughs> Listener, <laughs> uh, I'm doing good. How are you, yeah. Alex? I'm pretty good. <laughs> uh, I am. Um, I should have been tea before this. I've been doing yeah. walks all day. I'm exhausted. The movie last night that we're gonna talk about Today. really just just pulled me out of life in general. <laughs> um, we're gonna do. A spoiler review, right? We're going to spoil it, I guess. Oh, we I guess. always spoil we're it. Gonna we're going to do it this time. I think we're going to warn you when we spoil things, because I know people haven't seen this. A lot of people haven't seen this yet. And um, I think we should try to do our best, especially in the beginning, just to, like, maybe not spoil the movie. Just to kind of, like, yeah. in case well, people well, haven't seen it yet. Because this isn't a new movie. This isn't Doctor Strange 2, where, you know, Everybody and their grandma saw it, you know, opening weekend. Um, so we'll, we'll warn you when we spoil something. Um, yeah. But this Sounds is for good. the new Alex Garland film, Meg. Ah! Meg. Um, <laughs> produced by A24, um, because obviously. Um, and uh, this is a film, like I said, directed by Alex Garland, who, if you don't know who Alex Garland is, he is a um, filmmaker who is behind films like Ex Machina, uh, Annihilation. He wrote a really underrated sci-fi movie called Sunshine and a really uh, underrated action movie called Dread. Um, yeah, he's a really... I like his films a lot. I mean, I like every out. film that he's either written or directed. Um, yeah, really good stuff. Is, uh, really good stuff. A really... You know, I think Ex Machina I would consider to be a, a modern sci-fi classic, I would say. I think a lot of people who like sci-fi movies and like genre films like that 100% know what Ex Machina is. And if you don't, it's also, it's an, early, it. it's an early A24 film too, isn't it? Yeah, 2014, yeah, it was super early. So it was um, yeah, one of the first A24 movies to kind of like... Um, take notice of, like, the mainstream. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It, you know, it was nominated for Academy Awards and, like, won Best Visual Effects, which at the time was, like, one of the coolest things ever because it was, you know, an indie film that was up against, you know, the Spider-Mans of the world and the, you know, the, the Avengers of the world, you know, and the small independent film, you know, won for Best Visual Effects. Deservedly so, because it's seamless. You see that yeah. movie, it's... 
completely seamless. Freaking dope. So um, dope. Annihilation was a movie that I really, I don't, I don't like it as much, but I still really, really enjoyed Annihilation. Uh, and I still enjoy it to this day. I've seen it a few times. Um, that film is super <laughs> weird. You know, that was a... Yeah. I really it, like Annihilation. I really like Annihilation yeah. a lot. I like, yeah, I mean, it's a really, really interesting film. And uh, that was another movie that made a stir when it came out. You know, I think people... That's more of a cult film, I think. You know, I think... Uh, um, mm-hmm. In the grand mm-hmm. scheme of things, I think that's still his, like... You know, people know him for this. Um, but, you know, I was excited to see this. Just because I like his other two movies, and yeah, hell yeah. And, you know, I guess we're kind of at the expectations going into this, because there was a lot of talk when the trailer came out of how kind of, you know, weird and odd this movie, like, like seemed to be, right? It's a mm-hmm. movie called Men. And the film stars Jesse Buckley. And basically, if you see the trailer, it's about a woman who has gone through a traumatic experience, goes to a cottage, and basically gets stalked by men. And so that's what the trailer leads you to believe. And the movie being called Men, I mean, I thought the movie looked really cool visually, but there was part of me that was like, Okay, what are we doing here? You know, right? Like, you're calling this man, and it's like a horror movie. Like, it's and it's made by a man, so there's like a weird. I think I was, you know, anticipating because I trust Alex Garland, but to, to make a good film, I, I don't think he was gonna make something that was like pandering, you know, to to leftist Twitter or something like that, you know. But um, I was definitely apprehensive going into this, you know, right, for sure. Right. It's just I was the, like, the what f- is this going to be? I really yeah. just didn't know what to expect or, like, what it was going to be at all, you know? Right, because it, it had that am- ambiguous sort of disturbing quality where it was purposely sort of, like, keeping all the information from you. You knew there was a lot more to it than what you for could sure, see yeah, from the trailer, yeah. but there was that that fear that you're talking about where it had ran the risk of being overly political and sort of a way of yeah. distracting from it. And that was like, is this going to be preachy in a way? Yeah, yeah, or is yeah, this absolutely. going to be sort of like a meditation on the modern problems? Yeah. Which I think we both agree it turned out to be the latter because I think Alex so, Garland yeah. pulled I mean, This through. is a really interesting film. You know, I talk, we talked last night after I saw it because I was just like, I was just, <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> believe what I saw. Uh, I guess the the first opening to the this is I'm not kidding. I really sat there. This is maybe I haven't felt this way about like a movie in a long time. Where truly walking out of the theater like stunned, you know, or or I wouldn't say stunned and like oh wow what an amazing film because like that wasn't the feeling I had. More stunned of like what the fuck did I just see. You know? Right, um, right, and you know that's an exciting feeling to me. You know, I love that feeling. Um, but I will, will. I mean, this movie's very divisive. 
Um, if you look on Letterboxd and if you look at some reviews of this movie, it's very, it's almost 50-50. It's very mm-hmm. divided. Um, and there's people, YouTubers or, or film critics that I follow, it runs the gamut. It's pretty crazy. You either love this movie or you just yeah. completely are like, what, what the hell? And just hated it. And I yeah, purposely didn't look deeply into that. I was just kind of looking at the scores in the letterbox, like ratings this has an average of three, which is pretty low. Um, considering yeah. like his other two films are, you know, three point six and three point eight or something, you know, mm-hmm. averages. Mm-hmm. So like I'm not totally surprised by that. Though, not at all. You just and we said, will yeah. and we will get into that. Um <laughs> yeah. and there's parts of the movie that like you know, this is going to be a fascinating discussion because this is a, mm-hmm. this is a really interesting movie. And if anything, if this movie is going to do anything, this is the only thing I'll say about the, the movie landscape as a whole because I feel like we talk about that way too much um, and kind of distract ourselves from the movie sometimes that we're talking about. But this is the only thing I'll say is that this movie will spark discussion. And mm-hmm. in this world of... Movies are spoon pegs to you, you know what you're seeing, the don't look ups, the Doctor Strange's, the, you know, this is what you, this is what you need to be feeling, and this is what you should be getting out of it, see you later, forget about it in two hours. Mm-hmm. This movie will spark discussion, either like it or hate it. I admire movies that go for something and that will literally make people discuss it after they see it, you know? Um, Hard to agree. And, uh, that you know that that's admirable from from the jump you know like mm-hmm. um so but yeah i really liked this movie <laughs> i thought that this movie was really good i do have some like questions almost and i think you do too of like yeah some apprehensions of like i think for me it's more story based um some of the things about the story that i was like I, I don't know, I've only seen this once, and so I don't know if this was a, there's elements of it where I'm like, is this a problem, or is this, Yeah. or is there something more to it that I'm missing, you know, I'd love to see this again, um, I might have to wait a while to fucking see this again, because this yeah. was a wild experience, um, but I, I will see it again, and so maybe the, the issues that I have with the, the story of it and some of the decisions that the characters make, I think uh, maybe will, you know, just make more sense or or uh, I'll get more out of it the second time I see it. But yeah. um, that's kind of like my opening broad thing. I thought this movie was pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I was, when I, I had a great theater experience, this is one of my more my favorite theater experiences that I've had in recent memory. And Me after I saw this, I've forgotten that it's been a while since I've seen like just an art film, like a spread, yeah. like solid, definitely just an art film, not just elements of art film. Like yeah, this sure. is an art film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I like those movies a lot. I like yeah. art films a lot. And um, I just I, I liked how visceral it was watching it where that's that's kind of the emotion. I think a lot of people don't really like where they. This is a horror movie. I don't know if this is a horror film. Right. So there's that viscerality to it. And then there's sort of like the weird abstract art stuff going on. Yeah. That adds another dimension of sort of visceral, like get under your skin uh-huh. type of thing 
which uh, we we talk about we talked about in the Northmen. It's sort yeah. of those kinds of feelings where it's like it's forcing you to feel things with the shots and stuff, which I think is I think is really cool and great and is in and is flexing the potential of what cinema could be. Well, yeah. uh, more so than the extravagance of something like a Marvel film, which has its place. We always say that yeah. Marvel has its place, but I prefer things like Men and what they're trying to sort of push and do with the cinematic landscape. And I thought that it was just a really, I thought it addressed issues really well in a certain way, but not uh-huh. in like a political sense by being literally saying this is bad yeah. and you should think this way about it. But by taking a very modern character who has a very modern problem and dissecting yeah. it and exploring it in this really um, interesting metaphorical way yeah, that I thought right. had a lot of, I just thought it had a lot of power to it and it was really cool on top yeah, of that, which I, think I, I really I like. think I agree with you. I think so. <laughs> I think I agree. The yeah. thing that I am, like, struggling with a little bit, like, as I've, like, thought about it is, so, what this film does is, what, what you're getting at is these, it's kind of addressing these issues of, um, I don't even like masculinity, I guess we'd say, um, and um, the societal norms, gender norms, and things like that. And very subtly, and almost, um, to me anyway, and this is the first time doing it, in a, in a kind of a cheeky way, and, and kind of a... Um, like, it's more... Um, it's not overt, you know what I mean? It's not mm-hmm. like it's not preaching. It's not a really addressing these issues like kind of head on. It's kind of letting the audience and letting the film almost like uh, have these things kind of come out of it in some way. If that makes yeah. sense, it's, it's yeah. not like Alex Garland went to make this movie about like talking about. Um, you know, uh, toxic masculinity. It didn't seem like that to me. It didn't no, seem like that um, it was a movie that was um, overtly trying to do that. And with that being said, I think that, that I, that's not a criticism of my eyes, but I can see somebody having a, a criticism of that. That this film doesn't go as deep as I think it should go. And right. personally, I thought it was a really unique and cool way to do it. And I would totally agree if you did find this movie, like, shallow in that way. Because it kind of is. And then there's the deepness to me comes a little bit, like, more on the side of, like, the themes of grief and, you know, guilt and, like, right. things like that, that I thought was um, really interesting. Yeah, um, that's a, that's a really interesting whole point. the aspect to it, and I think I, I need to see it again to really, like, have my full opinion on it, but because, you know, to me, I'm kind of like, this is a first, this is like a first reaction, you know, to, to a movie mm-hmm. like this, then first reaction. <laughs> like, yeah, seriously. Like, because... There, there are things about this that we can talk about, obviously, with the ending and some of the um, imagery that's in this movie that is absolutely insane, you know, um, that can evoke a lot of these uh, feelings. But I think I'm not going to really know if, like, 
if there's more to this, like, what he's trying to say, almost, about, um, because titling it then is interesting, right? And I mm-hmm. still haven't really fully understood why it's called them, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, why them, you know? Um, and, like, I have an idea, you know? I have, like, a, a loose idea, but I think it's not as clear, which I think is interesting, you know, when I can see somebody having a criticism that, like, what the fuck was the point of that, you know? And why yeah. is this called them? You know yeah. what I mean? Because yeah. it is yeah. a little loose, you know? Um, yeah, so. yeah, that's that's a that's a really it's a really good point. And there's a lot of things that I think there's sort of the takeaway of the problem with the ambiguity of it, which is sort yeah. of like feeling like you go through this uncomfortable journey and you sort of end in this no like you don't know what happened, like or you feel like nothing really yeah. happened. That could be frustrating. Or, or like it's, this or it's um you feel like you understood you, like you, you understood what happened at the at the end, but it just wasn't satisfying you know right I mean? yeah 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 which or, i can totally see as well you know because this is a very simple movie like at the end right. of the day you know, like really right. simple uh, if you break down like what the arc of her character you know it's like it's pretty you know like and that uh, to me the ending is very the literal ending is very cheeky in that way it's very like uh um which I like, you know, but um Yeah, and I think I think the simplicity of this movie is one of its strengths for me. Yeah, I, I and, agree with you. And I think that what this movie is at the end of the day is about, which the setup for this movie is that Jesse Buckley plays a character who is recovering from Harper. uh <clears throat> Harper, who is recovering from being in an abusive relationship with yes. a very uh violent and immature Man- man. manipulative manipulative yeah. that's the key word yeah. uh man and Who, uh spoiler I mean, yeah spoiler <laughs> <laughs> plug your ears for a second yeah. uh, commits suicide threatens to yeah. she 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 divorces him tries to divorce him and he commits suicide in revenge to make in to front of her. control her in front of her yeah. um, and so she's fucking traumatized by right. that and she goes to a country house with the guilt of she pushed him to kill himself yeah um which is what manipulative assholes do <laughs> if you have anyone tell you that if you break up with them i'll kill your i'll kill myself then that person you're in danger you should get out yeah, you should a, call the cops yeah. Get out, get out. Yeah, You're not out. safe. It's not yeah. a good relationship. Yeah. But um and and the, after that then she starts getting stalked by this this man, these this version uh-huh. of the same man yeah. who seems to be the there's one actor who plays all the men in yeah, this town. Cuz he is um I'm going to tell you right now. This is one of the most um amazing performances I've seen in a horror movie in a long time. This is I a, thought, yeah. This is like this like so an iconic performance. Uh, Rory Rory Kinnear, for the first Yeah, yeah, he is he uh, was unbelievable. He was excellent. Yeah. Um, but the I think the idea, the simple idea, it gets really crazy after that. But the simple idea <laughs> yeah. is about processing those themes <laughs> of uh of dealing with the trauma of an abusive relationship, but not just like the like the feeling of it, but dealing with 
how the manipulation, even if you know that it's manipulation and that it's crazy and the craziness that comes with that, it's about dealing with that affecting the way that you think about yourself. Because even though she knows it's not her fault that he died, it's still, she's been conditioned and it's stuck with her. It's still haunting her. And that's what, uh, that to me is like... Yeah, the movie really is about... um, the, the only movie that I would really like that I could think of right now that would compare to this, like thematically speaking, is a movie called mm-hmm. Antichrist that is directed by Lars von Trier. This is a very um, similar movie about um, uh, a couple in that case that uh, go through a traumatic experience and go to a cabin to like heal themselves and crazy surreal stuff happens. And But I think deeper connection to me is like both films to me are about this idea of um, haunting and the idea of like what will haunt you and how to get over this fear of of guilt you know and of um and yeah and I think that that's the main thing that I think that this movie is tackling yeah. um and I think on that respect I think it does a really good job I think it's really like cool and interesting um and yeah, I mean, so I guess we'll just like, I kind of want to discuss like, um, kind of the look. I also just like love the look of this movie. I thought it looked great. I thought like Alex Garland has a really cool look for a lot of his stuff. Even his, I don't love this, but his show, um, Gags, that was on yeah. FX, I thought I, that look, I, I I love the way that his things look. It looks very yeah. like particular look. Yeah, um, his cool style. Yeah, it's a cool style, and um, you know I think this movie like um, had a, just a really awesome color palette to it. It's like there's also a lot of weird things about nature that I haven't really pieced together. That's one of the like big things that I that I was getting off of with all these kind of a detours that the film will take very, mm-hmm. very quickly to show us loss and to show us, like, the forest and, like, all these things to... And, of course, like, the spoiler, <laughs> the connection to the, the, the man being reincarnated or by some n- nature, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. He turns into a tree guy again. You know, there's there's some which you know I have like the, the idea of that there's no right or wrong answer. It's it's like I said at the beginning. That's open to discussion, and we can discuss that and what our share ideas and like what that means. Yeah. But uh, that's what this movie does. It, it's it really wants you to you know share ideas, you know, and open open interpretation to what you think the movie means and what it like is trying to say you know yeah um, yeah yeah but center great i thought jesse buckley and roy Kinnear were god i mean jesse buckley is like um she's really incredible really actress amazing. i absolutely yeah, love her really amazing um and uh like i said i think this roy Kinnear guy i mean i legit think like the this will go down is one of the like most iconic horror movie antagonist like who is that unique to me in this movie like it's not just um it's a really remarkable performance 
I didn't know it was the same guy. And you can attest this. When I called you last night, I did not know. I legit was like, and that's kind of part of the, the really one of the coolest things to me about this movie. Because Jesse Buckley doesn't know. You know, Harper doesn't really realize it, you know, until the end. And I didn't notice it. And it does this really interesting thing where it, um, it doesn't make it, like, overt. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just this creepy thing, you know, that really adds to the atmosphere of the movie, that they're, they're similar, you know? That they're, they're all similar-looking. And yeah. the way that Rory Kinnear plays it is seriously, like, I did not know. I'm not kidding. I mean, like, I literally was like, when you told me, I was like, oh, but Like, it all clicked. I was like, oh, my God. And I, I kind of had, like, like, at the end, you know, like, that makes way more sense to, you know, like, what was happening at the, the end. But, um, yeah, I mean, like, it's a, it's a remarkable performance. Yeah, that was a really interesting quality because um, I remember that's what really got me excited about this film because I saw the trailer a couple of times. And it was yeah. the last couple of times that I saw the trailer that I was like, this is the same actor yeah, that's playing all that. of these. Um, and so going I in... I noticed that. I, I think it's a really cool thing about that movie because yeah. he really does a good job of subverting They're all feel distinct characters. Yeah, yeah right. He, he does plays, such a good like, job. like, four versions of the... So he plays the Jeffrey Lee, the um, Airbnb, you know, yeah. <laughs> owner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he plays the cop, right? Yep. And then he plays the, this really weird, like, vicar. kid. Yeah, oh, the yeah. liquor. Oh, yeah, he has the Apex, the Apex twin kid. Yeah, the Apex <laughs> twin. And, yeah, and so he looks super... Which, that, the kid was, like, the first, like, why does he look weird? Like, yeah. there's something off about him. And that kind of, like, uh, you know, that's a... Well, go ahead. I know you're... Continue what you were saying. But, yeah, well, uh, no, that was... that that. It's just that whole idea yeah. of them, of it being sort of, like, like it's something that's apparent like once you notice it but it's beneath it's like beneath the surface yeah, it doesn't and you're make kind a, of like the film never like makes a point that it is the same person you know what right I mean? right and, and it's not that because a lot of times when there's a decision like that it's a big spectacle part of, of course the movie. yeah right um and i thought it was really it was creepier that this wasn't For sure. it wasn't yeah. the case it's creating a vibe you know yeah um, which yeah, yeah. i also thought more of like a vibe so i Love the music of this oh, movie. Yeah. I thought it kicked serious ass. Um, I agree. I thought that it was it was everything that we have been talking about in scores lately. Is that it? You know, adds a lot to the movie, obviously, but it's a unique score. I would assume. I'm pretty sure it's like a lot of it is choral, and a lot of it is um, voices. And, mm -hmm. you know, there's something, like, that's unique. It was just a unique quality. And there's this recurring um, melody, you know, if you see the trailer, you know what I'm talking about, but uh, this recurring, you know, almost, like, chant of melody that is recurring throughout the film that Jesse Buckley's character, you know... Uh, sinks down the tunnel. Sinks down the tunnel, and which kind of triggers her... You can kind of do that moment is like that triggering, you know, the the series of events after, you know. The film kind of, I'm going to think about it, does a really 
really interesting job of kind of like um, alluding to something coming. Like there's this one of my favorite shots in the movie is uh, when she walks up to the dark tunnel and the camera is like behind her and we push in until it's she's looking into a completely black void. Um which is totally symbolic. I really like that shot. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it invokes so much, obviously, of what this movie is about. Um, but it was also, you know, this alluding to something, right? This alluding to, like, something darker, you know? Um, which the film goes. goes way dark and way crazy, you know? Yeah, yeah. Another sort of technical A lot of cool thing. visual stuff like that. yeah. Uh, but I was really impressed by how he blended so many interesting sort of genre tropes. I don't know if yeah, you can really say yeah. tropes, but uh, this is, it's for one, it's sort of like a return to the A24 sort of weird horror genre yeah. or intelligent <laughs> yeah, horror, right. if you will. Elevated uh, horror, Jesse. Elevated horror, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. But um, <laughs> more specifically, I thought it was really cool that this is like a slasher films at times. Yeah, totally, it's that, yeah, yeah. It's, it's also that home invasion type of slasher yeah. film. And a psychological uh, Horror but it's time. also completely not that and also completely it's totally own too. thing yeah. um yeah. which i thought was really really added to it where it yeah. felt like he he wanted to keep it in 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 a way that other elevated horror films are, this is more genre horror genre like, yeah you're right than i, than totally. I would call, call yeah. other weirder horror films and i right. like that about it a oh lot. i love I that. that was yeah. really cool i, I totally think of that too when Sit Hooks the Clans works again, um, yeah, it is a, it's a whole amazing slasher movie. Um, yeah. And what it does with that is it adds this kind of psychological, surreal quality to it. It's like a surreal, whacked out, whole amazing movie at the end. Um, yeah. And, you know, there, this is another criticism that I can totally see that, uh, that someone could say that I would mainly agree with if I see it again. This movie fucking uh, changes on a dime uh, the the tone and the mm-hmm. and the genre almost. Um, like the first half of the movie is very creepy. You know, it's setting up something, but it's more like a meditation on her like um, grief, you know, and, and guilt, and trying to enjoy life again. There's this great scene when she goes on a walk. You know, before she goes to the tunnel and she and it starts raining and she kind of looks up and starts to, you know, enjoy nature and starts to, like, smile and kind of enjoy life, you know, enjoying the world around her. And, like, the first half kind of, like, is setting up that. And you really don't know what the fuck is going on. Like, mm-hmm. you're kind of, like, because it sets up the old guy in the yard, the naked old dude. Which the first yeah. time I see him, you're like, that's hilarious. Like, he just walks out and butt naked. But it progressively, what I thought was so interesting about that specific character, the naked guy. Does he play the naked guy, too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He does? Uh, he's probably, yeah. Yeah, I did not notice that. I'm pretty um, sure. I could be totally wrong, but I'm, like, pretty much 90% yeah. certain. Um, But, like, is that that character gets progressively more, like, 
like disarming, you know, on purpose. Because in the first, yeah. you assume that he's just like a homeless, you know, like um, drifter, you know, like just like lost. But as he keeps showing up, it just progress. That image of him naked, just standing there, just progressively more disturbing. And by the end, you're like horrified, you know, um, of that. And I thought that was like such a genius way of like taking an image, you know, and like, you know, through context, making it more creepy and creepy. It's the same kind of image of the old man standing there with the same pose and everything, but with the context, it just makes it more and more and more disturbing. And obviously yeah. until, you know, he goes trying to break into the house and things like that. But yeah, um, yeah. just kind of adds more to this like eeriness and this vibe and this like, uncanniness that, that a lot of the movie like tackles, especially with the uh the same actor playing everybody. You know, there's this uncanny nature that is really, really cool. You know? Yeah, I I like that I like that vibe of it, which is sort of um uh it the, the uncanniness I think is like the a similar kind of shining uncanniness yeah, where yeah. it's not like physical horror, it's I won't say metaphysical. It's that uh, it's uncanny horror yeah. is, the, is the best word way to describe it. At. You don't know what you're looking at. You don't yeah. really understand why you're so scared, but it is like really right. like deeply and primordially scary. I would oh, say, yeah. um, and For I sure. think that that's that it, that's the type of thing that like. Um, like grows and creepiness and how much it bothers you, which is like one of the yeah. things that I liked about why the scene of her yelling down the tunnel and seeing that man is uh is a fantastic like epitome of horror to me. Uh-huh, you know? Yeah. Because it's based on real human fears, you know, someone course, coming to yeah. hurt you in a right. scary dark tunnel. But there's also that factor of the way that he shot it where it's it's more than just a man coming to get you and you don't know what that more is, yeah. but it's yeah. it's more and it's really scary. And it's I thought that was it's, you don't know um we don't know what it is. That was kind of like yeah, like yeah, kind of, I love that scene. I love yeah. the cuddle scene. I thought that that was um you know, they they show that in the trailer for a reason. You know, it's definitely um kind of the pinnacle of it, other than like the ending, which is, you know, what people are gonna be talking about. Um yeah. that scene is really great. Um and yeah, I mean like I, when the kind of the themes of, because I think we kind of like I think we really we really got down to the the nitty gritty of like her like the guilt and the grief and like what this movie ultimately becomes about. It's about a character healing. It's about a character almost facing her own fears and facing her fears uh, yeah. through this metaphys you know metaphysical surreal. Uh, horror movie, you know, horror, horror lens, and that's what, you know, facing trauma and facing fear feels like, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. And this is not a, this is not a new thing, you know, like, this is, movies have, you know, done this before, you know, um, especially with characters like, you know, um, a, a David Lynch movie, for example, or, mm-hmm. or a film like The Bala Duke, which is, you know, very similar in the way of, like, a character facing, you know, grief and guilt and trauma and using like uh this 
horror, this Babadook figure is um, a manifestation of her depression and, you know, right. and stuff like that, which is a very you know, common thing in horror movies to do something like this. Um, you know, because great horror movies, you know, they, they deal with themes that are inherently scary, right? Um, that's what was so funny about, like, this elevated horror, like, term, because it's so <laughs> stupid, right? Yeah. Because it's like, it's like, okay, is the exorcist elevated horror? Because, right. I mean, that movie's about, like, the idea of, like, elevated horror is really, like, it has more themes, or it has, like, deeper, what are you talking about, you know? Right, like, right. You know, like, it's not a slasher movie, but you could get a lot out of a, a Halloween, for example. And they'd be kind of, maybe not on the surface, but you can, or The Exorcist, you know? But, like, this idea of elevated horror is so silly, you know? Um, yeah. Like, this movie, like, but what horror movies do, good ones, a Cronenberg, for example, is Cronenberg elevated horror? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. He, on definition, he 100% is. But Cronenberg, you know, I think is a prime example of um, taking, like, deep-rooted things that are horrifying to, to just people in general, right? The uncanny guilt, you know, grief, like, overcoming these things and telling and trying to, like, understand these emotions through horror movies. Yeah. Because it's terrifying, you know? And, like, that's what's so brilliant about doing the Cronenberg's work. And that's what Al Charlotte does here. But what he does that's unique and what a lot of people are talking about and what's so divisive is that is that man element. Is that like um what he's trying to say specifically about um masculinity, which is like, you know, there's scenes in this movie that are clear, right? Of like this is what I'm saying, you know, especially with the Vicar character, which he literally, which I really did like that scene, but I can totally see someone rolling their eyes and be like, right. Okay. That's, that's the you most, know? that's the most like preachy scene right. in the movie, which I thought which that is scene... funny because it's a preacher. Right. <laughs> uh, that's, that is funny. <laughs> yeah. I, like, thought... hey, I don't know. Maybe that obviously was purposeful. You know, that might, there might be something to that. I'm not, I'm not kidding, you know? But, the, but yeah, right. I mean, seriously. But that, that scene, I think that's a good thing to identify as being perhaps the most problematic. But I yeah. really thought that was a powerful scene. Yeah, I, I don't thought find, it really I don't worked. Find, it's not that, like, I don't know. I, I haven't looked at the discussion, so I don't really know what people are saying. I, I should have done that. But I don't know what some of these reviews are saying. Like, um, I don't know if it's problematic is, it, is that it's shallow. It's kind of like, right. Um, it's not going as deep. I would assume that that's the criticism, but maybe people are saying it's problematic, and I'm too stupid to really see yeah. why. But no, no, um, I think, I think, I think you're. I and think, also, I, I can think, disagree with that if I want to. But yeah, I think, <laughs> I think it's problematic because it's shallow. Like that's the reason sure, why it's yeah, problematic. Yeah, yeah. I think you're. I think you're right about that. But um, I feel like and, the intentions were there, right? Yeah, like, there, I do. There's good intentions. I, I mean, yeah, you're getting me thinking about this because one of the things, well, one of the factors I'm talking, what you just mentioned, is talking about how this is very similar to a lot of other sort of elevated horror, for lack of yeah. a better term, which I wish we 
Wish it's to God so we good. Had Let's one. just like, stop saying that. Let's just yeah. stop. <laughs> but compared to other films that are like this, then um, I've been. Th- I was just thinking about like, why is this something new? Why does this feel fresh to uh-huh. me? Because yeah. it really does feel fresh, even though it is sort of like Babadook, witch territory. Also, grief, like grief movies. some of the imagery of this movie, you never seen anything. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. the, and that's one. Of, that's another reason why it's like. Some of the crazy imagery that's at the end of this movie, like, I don't think you'll ever see something like that again. Yeah. And um, (laughs) I I think the other thing that's cool about this, for me, it's, it's like, it's, it's one of the things that was so unique and strong and powerful about sort, sort of the uniqueness of it and also on this topic of its divisive quality about being taught criticizing masculinity is I think it's really interesting because it's taking things that we're familiar with. And to me, what's cool is the modernizing of it. It's a new modern, deeper look at it. That's more complex than a lot of stuff than I've seen before. And I think that what a lot of this film is, is sort of like bringing what we've learned about horror films in terms of psychology to a slasher genre movie because yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, the 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 themes of this movie like this idea of men is iconically what slashy movies are of course uh, yeah the right. idea like slasher movies in all film studies class is saying it's just a man trying to rape a woman that's right. what slasher movies are yeah. in a in a better like in that, in that yeah, kind of sense yeah, right, right. um and so this movie is just taking that to like just learning from those messages and instead of doing is taking it more to that psychological level yeah. and sort of, and getting into murkier, even more disturbing territory to me, yeah. which I think is what's so novel about this is that it's a modern inflection and improvement, I think yeah. of, of themes and genre that we are already familiar with, like very yeah. familiar with, but it's fresh. It's modern. It's new. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. I really like that point. I don't know if, like, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I, I totally, I think that, that's a really, like, interesting point about, like, cause I never really thought about, like, you're right, it is, like, taking the, the almost, like, the slasher movie trope and almost, like, you're right, like, going up, I think it's attempting. I don't know if it gets there. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know if it get, I don't know if it's, like, transcends, you know what I mean? Like, like slasher movies, I think it attempts to do that. Like I think it's attempting to. I think you're. Yeah, I think, I think, that's think you fair. hit the. I think I think you hit the nail on the fucking head of what <laughs> Alex Garland like was going for. Like yeah. I think that he was going for this. Like he wanted to add his own kind of like metaphysical, metaphorical twist that he does in his movies. But like through a slasher genre, but updating these problematic themes of slasher films and yeah. kind of like going deeper with that. Going like and that is really fascinating. I would love but I would love to see if he named this movie different. What if this movie was like called like uh I don't know, Harper? When yeah. we have these discuss, like, you know what I mean? So naming yeah. it then is really bold. Like, it's very bold. Um, and I would love to know, 
Because there's obviously, like, he wants you to think about these, the movie's called Men. I mean, he wants yeah. you to think about these certain things, clearly. So, um, It's a very, it's a very, uh, you're right. It's such a, it's such a intense title. It really, like, yeah. makes you feel things, like, just from hearing it. And it's, I would say that, like, it I'm in, like, spark a similar... a really great uh, TikTok move where people are reacting to the trailer. And, uh-huh. like, you know, what you want to... It would be like well then obviously and it would be like they watch the trailer and like watch the whole thing and have no emotion and like whatsoever just like and then when the man came up like the title they went ah! like it's just so scared. It's great. But you're right, uh, yeah. It's a it's a super bold title. Yeah, and I would say I'm in a very similar murky territory as what you're describing with it. Like I just yeah. can't like thematically I can't put it together, but I will say that it's one of those titles that when I, I hear it, it really fits for me. Does that yeah. is that how it is for you? Like, it really fits for me. I don't know yet. Really, like, fits in terms of, like, from like a in movie. That, like, a, like, like, like that gut feeling of, like, I would describe it as feeling like, 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 die, like die hard, which has, like, also has that symbolic relevance. Die hard. Like, <laughs> but, like, like, you know how, like, die you hard. You know, I never thought about how crazy the title die hard is. Isn't it weird, though? It's yeah, weird, super but it weird. works so yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. It does, but you're, yeah. You're just like, yeah, that's cool. Die Hard. I'm in. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think, like, I'm, like, 50-50 on it. Because yeah. I know why he called it that. Like, I, well, I think I do. You know, I think right. there's obviously, like, something here. But on one hand, I'm like, does the movie warrant that title? I don't know. I don't know if it yeah. warrants, like, this is, you know what I mean? Um, and maybe, like, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of crazy shit that we will get, I think we should get into the ending of the yeah. movie. Because <laughs> it really is, like, the first two acts of the movie are very, it's really simple. We basically talk about them. Like, yeah. well, basically, she is, um, and I could maybe get, like, kind of a little bit of nitpicky, like, things that I thought were kind of silly. I didn't love how Harper stayed there, uh, first of all. Uh, she should have left way earlier. Like, when the first guy came and, like, got arrested by the cops, she should have been like, I'm going to leave, because that yeah. was weird. Um, and, like, I don't know if I buy her friend who, and I didn't, I didn't love that subplot either, that she keeps calling her friend on FaceTime, and, like, there's, like, a, um, I don't know, I thought it was just kind of, like, boring. Yeah, it's not, it wasn't um, the strongest thing in the no, world, No, it was I just kind of boring, because the, the rhythm of the movie would be, like, weird thing would happen and then she'd call her and then weird thing would happen and she'd call her and then just like got progressively weirder and like i didn't really love the rhythm of like her like being like i, I gotta get out of this and then see something weirder and then going i gotta go you know yeah. like she did that like three times or something which yeah. i thought was like corny you know i thought that, that was ridiculous and, like i just don't i didn't buy that this character she's smarter than that she would have the only the only reason that those scenes i 100 agree with that and i kind of like i was so in with the movie that i didn't even think about that but that's a great criticism because it's true it's not it's just not that strong no um but the thing i did like the one fact about the prop of the phone was the interference and seeing the man's face that was creepy good visual but not really again that's another weird like thing about this movie like what's happening so That's, like, something that I can see someone having a criticism of. I don't really care if it's a movie, but if you're more into, like... <laughs> I, I, sorry, I don't mean to do that. kind of rude, but more of, like, the logic of it. Like, I, yeah. I don't really... Like, I love... I don't lo- I don't care about 
that's the last thing I kind of care about is like logic and movies. Like, yeah. I, I just don't, I don't pay attention to that. But in this way, like, okay, if this is like, what is this real that's happening? Like, because like when her friend arrives, blood is everywhere. Like, it seems like it happened. Like, this guy, spoiler, gave birth eight times <laughs> to, a, to a grown man eight times. You know, the aftermath shows that, right? Yeah. Which is kind of weird, first of all. I mean, I'm, that's fine if that's real. I don't care. But there's a part of the movie that makes it seem like that it's like a surreal thing that's happening. Like it's not really happening. And then yeah. these interference in the technology that's going on, that's like alien shit. It's like, what? And there is a really strange shot that I still just don't understand when she like looks up at the cosmos and there's like a, like a rift in space. Remember that? I was yeah. Like, so what? like, what the hell was I supposed to get out of that? Um, but, like, so, I, I don't know. I mean, there's well, some really kind of weird logical things going on, but... Um, yeah, this is kind of the, the thing that I've been chewing on a little bit, Which I can see someone having a criticism of, you know what I mean? And this is the frustrating thing about movies like yes. this, and especially in terms <laughs> yeah. of how the ending was. It's like, did yeah. that happen? Did that not happen? I want to know. And it's like, I get kind of frustrated with that argument, um, because it's like, it's just not what the movie's trying to do. Those, It's just not what it necessarily really cares about trying to do. Right. And I'm into what it's trying to do, which is hard to articulate what it's trying to do. Uh, For me, it's but, all about the rules of the movie. You know right, what I mean? Right, Where right, if you right. set up, like, like, this happens in the world, I believe, you know? Yeah. Um, and so the thing, the thing about this movie that I'm kind of conflicted about is that it's very much the type of film that could be like all in her head. That's so dumb. I, 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 I really get, I'm really bored of that. Like all in her head, all in her head. And it's like, break. there's, there's some, she wakes there's up some, from the right. <laughs> the fuck you talking about? But like, there I, is, I, I will say there is a really to that point. I don't think it's all in her head. There is this really, really bizarre sequence that when she gets in the car, the hey, I don't know if this is a problem with my, my screening or the movie. I don't know. But so she runs to the car and we see three different versions of yep. her running. Yeah. What the hell is that about? What is, what is the name of that? Right, that, and that's the kind of stuff that, like, I've been, like, sort of, like, processing on. Which because the I don't last... Processing in terms of, like, did that work or did that, like, was that just, like, confusing? That's, almost, yes. You know? Yeah, so that's that, the questions I did have for myself. Did it translate to because, what was going on, you know? Because well, after we have, so we have weird shit that starts happening with, like, the phone and the text messages where it's, like, alien sort of supernatural ability type of stuff. Right. And especially after it gets dark and she starts seeing like the men outside who like will appear and then disappear. Yeah, like yeah, shit yeah. gets weird. And then it starts really getting weird after the naked tree man blows his fairy dust in her face. Uh, the, the dandelion stuff. And it goes That's into her mouth. That's what happens. The naked yeah. tree man blows the fairy <laughs> dust in her face. Yeah. And it's, that's a situation. Right. And we where... talked a little bit about that last night. Right, like and that's podcast, yeah. and now and now we're in the territory where you can make an excuse where she's like like in some kind of right. like 
altered state. Black you know, crew. fair. You know, fair. That's no, like I all think that's black crew. I think uh, the, I think the movie overtly tells you that that's happening. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I would, so I would say for my experience of like, once it gets really weird and strange, like yeah. I was, I was in it and it was, it hit me right. I would say there's a lot of like movies yeah. that are like this where like, that's basically what I go off of. It's like, did it hit me right at the end or did it just feel kind of off? And so for me, right. this, this hit right for me, all in all the right places. No, I when, so like in that scene, when she's walking out, um, or in the ending scene where, she okay the, the other thing i want to mention is that this all gets extra complicated when you have her friend come in too because when you have someone yeah, else like who's so outside of the, the trip experience you get the you know what I mean? they, they allude to that like she didn't get the text or something or she like um because like when she sends the location one of the men like responds right through right. the text and, and you're like so that you get the net, like it's it's kind of blurry a little bit, you know. Yeah, and I I feel like and her sort of being she's sort of like the stable thing of like well she's real, you know. Like the women in the film are like well that's a real person. That yeah, she's, right, they right, seem right. real. All the yeah. men are like I don't know what you are. I don't know. If yeah, you're I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, but and like there the could women, be something interesting to what you just said. You know? Right, 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 and so. So her being there at the ending puts like the whole abstractness of it into question for me. I think in yeah. a pleasant way as opposed to a frustrating way, uh, where it both it makes it so it's Well, I it, think I think you're right. Yeah. I wasn't um, frustrated by it. I was just more like like I was with it. Like I understood like the the purpose of it. Like I think it would be really bad if like the the care like it didn't you know her transformation. Or mm -hmm. her arc did it work? Yeah, that yeah. would just be bad, right? That would just be like, yeah, that was just. And there is part of this movie that I do think, and I think you'll agree with me that there is some shock value part of the, this mm -hmm. movie, mm -hmm. which I think I know a lot of people could be really averse to, right? Yes, like yes, seeing something so shocking as a mangina, <laughs> like burning grown men five times, like. In a row, over and over and over again. Um, <laughs> you know, someone can look at that. That's such a that is. I'm, I'm going to say this one of the craziest images I have ever seen in a fucking movie. I'm completely serious. Yeah, like it's so crazy on so many levels. The idea, first of all, is insane. The fact that he pulled it off is crazy. Third thing, he got money. To do this movie. Like, yeah. dude, that was CGI. Like, that cost. There are, there are, there are people out <laughs> there people. in California <laughs> that shot dailies of a mangina and a grown man crawling out of a mangina <laughs> over and over again. That's incredible. Uh, that's amazing that this is in movie theaters. Yeah. This is insane. I think yeah. we need to really break down. How insane that image is, you know? Yeah, let's like, let's let's take that let's doesn't just... happen in theatrical released movies. Like that's insanity. You know? I, I really felt something similar to to what you just said along the lines of just how pleased I was by the novelty of that visual. It's more of the novelty, and it's more of like the, like shock value doesn't bother me when it's like 
And I didn't find that to be shocked about it. I don't, which part of it is, obviously, is it's supposed to disturb shock you. you. Shock yeah. you, yeah. But I thought that there was more interesting right. and, things and, going on. But I'm that's... a fucking nerd. What about, like, like a normal <laughs> horror movie audience member? Dude, that's going to be insane. Well, yeah, that's the, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? for sure. Because for us, we are, we're gathering information in sort of our weird... Exactly. Uh, right. and, and the, we're... And, People who go, and I think a lot of people who go through A24 movies specifically are looking for things like that. They're looking Absolutely. for the climatic connections and, and what this means, you know, from the film as a whole, you know. But They're not you... really sitting back and doing that. I'm watching a guy give birth to men <laughs> five times. You know, like, it's just that, you know, yeah. to them. It's not more. It's and, and, and people totally might go, understand, and people know? who aren't into that type of stuff might go in just being confused and then disturbed totally. and like just like out of left field just have that scene happen yeah and, and it's really I mean, there, are people, there, there are people that are really i mean this movie's getting tons of walkouts i mean people are yeah up and walking out of the theater um which i get you know yeah, um, I, I had totally a, I had a, I had a man behind me who was like, you know, middle aged gentleman, and yeah. he was watching. He was by himself, and I was, and I was watching it with him and have a good time. Like, he didn't have any reactions right. at all. And when that scene happened, I like glanced over at him. It was like, because like I was like compressing yeah, in my yeah, seat because yeah. I was like, this is intense and crazy. Yeah. And he's just like dead face, like just watching really? this happen. It's like, what is what is happening? Am I in the Twilight no, dude, Zone? Well, I told you last night. I was sitting next to. Um, Two guys lying, and they're obviously uh-huh. huge horror fans. And when that happened, you know, same thing, like no reaction throughout the whole thing. And when that happened, we we all look at each other. We we're all like, "What is what? What? happening?" <laughs> like I've never had like that. Like and then like after the movie ended, we like talked after, and we were like, and like that is beautiful. You know, it's, like I said earlier, it sparks discussion. You know, yeah. It might be bullshit, might be bullshit to you, you know, like, but at least it lets you say, that was bullshit, you know, and here's why this is bullshit, Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, like, and I in would that say, way, I love, I love that, you know, that and it's I, so bold enough to even fucking go for it, man, you know, fucking goes for it. Right, and I think that on this, on this topic of discussing about the shock value of it, the shock value factor, is, um... Like I, it's it's so different because of how it's such a good like set piece to sort of finish off this escalating yes. conflict to the yeah. movie. It's such a good conclusion to like go to this place that I had no, I could not predict that to come ever. No, ever. I did predict halfway through the scene that it was going to transform into her husband. Yeah, I did predict that, but. Um, right, but was it? Did that make it? Um, no, 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 not at all. Was that I was kind glad of like, when that happened. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah. So that's the I kind was like, of, that's... Because the, I, by the third time a man Gaia appeared, I was like, I was really, I was like, I was loving it, but I was deeply like, please have this pay off. Please, please. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, please just let, not just let this be just this absurd, fucking crazy thing that just doesn't go anywhere. You know, it's just this insane imagery to have insane imagery but yeah. it actually goes somewhere you know it, it, it goes somewhere and the, the, the thing that's hard but i totally so i, I like, so oh, agree I like, with I that i like a deep sigh of relief i was like oh my god, thank god you know yeah 
and I, I totally agree with that. And I thought that that was, it was so satisfying for me too. But at the same time, I know audience members who would go in there and Absolutely. have the exact opposite experience yeah. with oh, that. Yeah. Um, which is perplexing. But uh, like, I I've understand seen it. so many movies and this disturbed me, this shocked me. This is very rare. You know, like, I've seen so many, you know, horror movies and body horror movies and stuff like that. When something like, comes out and it's truly shocking. Like I said in the early, like it's truly like well, I don't know what to do with myself right now. Yeah. Like I, I feel like I shouldn't be watching this. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so it's also the film that is maybe the most. Um, I think the way you described it, which I liked, is the idea of toxic masculinity. Oh yeah. Begets, what did I say? I said something last night. It's it's just about it's perpetuating itself, you know. Yeah. Toxic masculine men create more toxic masculine. That's kind of the, the feeling I got, you know, watching yeah. it. And I think that I think that repetition is um I think that that's a strong way to think about it. And another thing, okay, so another aspect that I want to bring into that film holding that sort of thought of like <laughs> Toxic masculinity, yeah, creating right. more toxic masculinity. Yeah. I also want to bring in this weird imagery, we this mythological imagery and cosmic imagery yes. that we have. Yeah. Where part of me, so my question through the film, which it is, is that for me, this is, I think what this movie is about is her dealing with her abusive husband right. who committed suicide. Which yeah. makes sense that it ends with her abusive husband coming out of the man giant. Her it's like being, cool. Uh, literally, her being, I, I believe I was so. I, I couldn't <laughs> really. I think I understood. I heard what he said, but I was like, I like, I like, I was my ears were ringing. I was like, what? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I think he said something like, um, "I just want you to love me." Yeah, that's all he said. Okay, yeah. All right. Yeah. And, and there's uh, this moment of comfort, almost. There's this moment of like, um, I wouldn't say a sweet moment, but a moment of like peace between the two. Yeah, or at least she, she. It's like, to me, it seems like a lot. One of those things where I feel like in abusive situations, one of the first things that you have to do is understand like what was going on with the crazy person. Absolutely. So for her, yeah, that right. was her like, like her, getting it her and being able to move on right. and be like, yeah, that's, oh, which I thought it was actually. Beautiful, right? Yeah, that's beautiful, I, and I love that. I think that's yeah. a great way to like basically end point. the movie with. Yeah, totally uh, but my question with this film, which is not a problem, I would say, but it's, it's a question. What I the had. fuck? Yeah, right. Uh, but <laughs> like the decision to use the same actor to be the monster yes. is really interesting to me, especially when yeah. you choose to make his face not be the face of the husband. Like it would make sense right. to say to make the men like, like be her husband. It clear that it is the. Good who's a different race, who's like, you know, it's very it clear distinct. that it's very different, you know? And so why have, why have make that decision? Which I'm glad he did because I love Like it. why specifically, the, you know, I don't why know. Why that guy? Like why that guy? I mean, and, there could be a lot of things. I mean, this is like an issue that I think, again, like I was saying earlier, that someone could have with this movie that it is too yeah. ambiguous. And like, I like, can see that criticism. Like, if you think that this is just... Like, it's the idea of ideas being half-baked. You know? Right. Like, I think what you just said... I don't know if there's an answer. I think, like, I have an idea, you know? Um, but I... Really, I, I, I feel like... 
to me, I don't know, like, I, the thing that's weird about the art films and things like that is, like, if I really wanted to, I could really, I could kind of, I have ideas of why it's the same person, but this is, like, the idea of, like, conspiracy theorists, almost, of, like, film and, like, how silly, like, for some of these, like, like, <laughs> like, people are, like, check up with this whole conspiracy theory and then they ask the director and they're just like, oh, I just, this is the only shirt that we had. Yeah, 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 absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, there's, there's a <laughs> lot of ways that you can look into it. I mean, my first, like, deep mega brain <laughs> thought about it would be yeah. like, okay, if it's the same person, there, he could be making this interesting statement of like um how like kind of earlier to the birthing situation of like these men these toxic men these um like problematic men these assholes you know kind of they have a particular look and they kind of form into mm -hmm. one another and they're kind of perpetuating like their own behavior like which i got like really strongly, like you said earlier, with the burning stuff and that imagery of, like, of, um, almost, like, men create, toxic men create toxic men, you know, mm. or, like, this idea. And, like, having the same person be different characters with the same face and stuff like that, um, I don't know, I think it maybe kind of adds a similar layer to that, where it's, like, um, I don't know, I feel like, I'm not a, this is why, yeah. like, this is another thing that's super weird about this movie, that I know that I, I almost guarantee that someone has said. It is a weird, like, when you start going into things like that, right, the themes of, of that, it's weird that it's coming from a man. Because I was about to say, because I'm not a woman, and nor is the filmmaker. Yeah. And so, I was about to say, I'm not a woman, I don't know, like, maybe, like, there is this, when you're dating, or you're, or you're out somewhere, like, you know, I don't know, I, I'm not a woman, so I don't look at, you know, uh, men the same way, you know, but there might be some kind of similar thing where she can almost piece out, like, he's an asshole, he's an asshole, he's an asshole, um, so yeah. there might be some kind of thing that he's saying there, again, though, kind of weird that it's coming from a, a man, though. You know, it's like, and it's a man writing from a woman's perspective. And I'm not saying that that's, like, a problematic thing. I'm just saying, like, I think that, like, I can see that being a big issue. You know, right. that some people have with this movie when it comes in, ter in terms of, like, that part of it, the climatic yeah, yeah. man part of it. Because it is blurry, and it is strange. Yeah, on that on that point specifically, that's a it's a very interesting point because uh, it is like an interesting thing to try to digest because it's a complicated thing with storytelling because you have the capacity to you can make your main character be a bisexual frog. You can make it could it, be, exactly, you can do whatever you fucking want. And as and long as you know who that is, with trauma. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's hard to because to me this was a very authentic representation of that, but. Like you, yeah. I am also not a woman, so yeah, I, 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 yeah. I can't have a say on that. However, I would, right. I would, I would take the gander that I would say 
a lot of women who are also into types of movies like this would have an authentic experience with that. That's what my hypothesis would be. And I think a frustrating criticism with this movie that I can't necessarily dismiss would just be that it's inherently problematic that a man is telling this story. No, I don't think think so. I just think that when you start talking more deeply, I think that's when it starts to get a little weird. Because when you start talking deeply about, like, Okay, you know, these, these different, obviously, it was using these metaphors that he's trying to say about masculinity. It gets a little blurry and weird because yeah. it's like, okay, but like, what are you really trying to say? You know? And I think, and I think, um, I, to me, I think that's like where the discussion, like the interesting yeah. discussion starts to begin. And I exactly, think that, yeah. uh, in my opinion, I think this movie pushes that dis- a positive discussion along no, those lines. No, I think it has good intentions. I think yeah. it really does have good intentions. Yeah. Um, but I'm someone that, I mean, this is a weird comparison, but it's kind of similar to the discussion that people are having about Kendrick Lamar's uh, Auntie Diaries off of his new mm. record. Yeah, where that's an interesting this idea, That's good. Which I think that song, while I love it, um, and I think it's a really um, good uh song about, you know, if you guys listen to it, it's a song about, you know, Kendrick's um, trans uncle. Um, and uh, it's, you know, he uses the, the F-bomb, you know, multiple times in the song, and there's been a lot of discussion about it. But the thing is about that song, it's very good intention. You know, it, it has really good intention. It, it basically, he comes to the conclusion at the end of the song that if, if we could say the F word, we might as well let white people say the N word. I mean, that's, so he's making the point of the song, like, we can't say this word anymore. But for some people, just saying the word, you know, for, for queer people and people that have been called, I was, I've never been called a, you know, the F word in my life. I've never, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not, I'm not queer. So, like, um, but for people that are queer and people that are, you know, that have been called that, it's very triggering. You know, yeah. And like I understand if you do have the criticism of that song and hearing that, you know, hearing that, you know, word. Like I get it, but what I don't get is like I don't want you to say, I don't care if you're queer or whatever. But if you say that he is not has good intentions, you're lying to yourself. You're not reading what he's trying to say. He's trying to make a really good point, and it's not for queer people. You know, uh, it's for people who are still dealing with. That's what the song is named for, you know. It's yeah. not named for people that are already, you know, in the know, you know. And, and so, and also, art can be painful, you know, sometimes. And you know, you're not going to, like, not everything is going to. We live in this age, and Kendrick talks about this in the fucking album, where we're in this age of cancel culture, and you know, you say shit where it's automatically triggering and like not really getting the nuance, or not really getting what what the point is. Being said. Yeah, that's and a, so there's a similar discussion here with men that we're kind of yeah. having where, um, like, we're not, I'm not really in a place to discuss the kind of the themes of the movie. And I don't even know if Alex Garland is really in the place to, and he doesn't. Like, that's the weird thing about the movie. He, I think he knows that. I mean, he didn't go as deep, you know, as he could because he knows, you know, like, he can't. 
You know what I mean? Like he's not a woman, you know. So yeah, I think I think <clears throat> a long I think answer, but... no, no. But I think that I think that's that's a really good comparison about like the anti diaries. And my my main things about this is that I you know we're both people who are very very left in what we support yeah, and are, it's yeah. like it's not really a question to us of like should we support trans people should we yeah. support gay people it's like that's not a debate yeah. that's just what humans do you, you, like it's just it's well, a given Kendrick again, I chose humanity over religion yeah um and so but like this this question what, that you're bringing up to me is what what gets to me and where I feel involved and like i have a say in it is on regards to what art is allowed to be which is yeah. basically in terms of censorship like what are people yeah. allowed to say in art and i think anything should go and i think you should be yeah, allowed I, mean, I, mean, I definitely agree with that but i think like there is i don't i'm not saying that this movie is problematic in any yeah. way i just think that and i'm not someone who like there's some really snooty people who are left people that I'm seeing coming out of Diaries in like the most cynical, snooty way possible, where like they recognize that he's trying to make a point, but it's still problematic. It's still, it's like, dude, it's like, dude, give him a break. I mean, like, he's trying. Can you like respect somebody that's actually trying to like, and he's also like, I don't know, it's just disregarding background, it's disregarding like everything. Like, it's like this dude, he's trying. Like, can't you like, accept that like i don't understand you know the cynicism of that you know but um no i don't think that i think you're right i think you know art is i think anything can be put out there you know but i think um for some people i think it's you know it's like the idea of subjecting me to like these half-baked ideas right Right. Um, what some people could say, because you pay money to go see a movie and you're being, you know, almost told, kind of, you know, like, certain things. That's what it, I don't like about movies that feel more hand-fisted. I don't think that this does. I think the weird, I, like, this is just, I'm playing devil's advocate. I, I think that yeah, this is, I hear you. like, I, I think that this is interesting, and I think, I think I wish it went a little deeper, you know? I want to get more interested, maybe a little more interested to see if, like, there's, maybe there is something here, because I've only seen it once, you know, so, but, like, I can see someone really having the criticism of, like, what the hell is the point of that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? I didn't get anything out of that. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, I, I guess. Because yeah, it doesn't, it's ambiguous, and it might be too ambiguous for people, you know? Yeah. Um, and so the divisive nature of this is really, I think, um, Right. <laughs> I, I, I get it. You know? Yeah. And I think I think the reason for some of that division, well, there's two factors I'm thinking of. One is the culture that we live in right now. And that culture is yeah. very much about like um like this outside in sort of like yeah. of applying meaning towards towards things in like this very like to me superficial way of oh, saying yeah. what things yeah. are about, which is kind of like what our culture is. And that's very tied to our very split politics, I think. Uh, the yeah. other thing I think what people don't realize or forget about like art and stuff is how when you're really making something that's really authentic, which to me, this movie is a very authentic movie. The creator doesn't really have that much control of it, which sounds kind of yeah. weird, but shit like this has a way of making itself. And yeah. the creator like Alex Garland, which I think a lot of his stuff is just kind of like this is like, I have this thing 
and yeah. it's just going to go wherever it's going to go. And this uh, is yeah, what right. and this is what happened with it. So to a yeah. certain and that's the same thing with like licorice pizza, the criticism of that. Like sure, they're yeah. like trying to vilify Paul Thomas Anderson. It's like this is good discussion. Again, it's good discussion. We can right. consider this. I think it's important to talk about it. Yeah. But like you're missing it's 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 to me reducing the point of what this is you know you're trying yeah. to compress this because what movies are to me and in my opinion i think you agree with me is like it's a reality in yeah. an hour and 30 minutes it's a whole universe and a world built into that yeah. and the director if he does his job right his or her job right they remove themselves from that reality completely they're just yeah. like a vessel for that kind sure, of creation yeah. which gets like yeah. which i think that it, again, it, it gets into this territory of where it gets complicated when you're dissecting it, where it's it's frustrating. We, we have frustrating experiences when people's criticisms of this movie become overly political yeah. uh, about it and sort of take like these meanings from it. It's just like, yeah, you can get that from this, but it's right. not what this world is because this world is about Harper's dealing with this shit. That's yeah. what this world is about. I, yeah, um, I mean, I totally get what you're saying. Like, I totally agree with all that. And I guess, like, the idea would be that, um, I really just think that this is just coming from naming the movie then. Mm-hmm. Like, when you name the movie that, like, you're, like, think about it. Like, when you walk into a movie called Men, yeah, you're, you're already like, okay, what is this? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, no, it's a yeah, weird yeah. title. And so... Um, I, I wouldn't, um, I don't, like, you know, I think the way that you, I think that's how people should watch movies. I think yeah. that that is, like, I don't think you should put any stake in any of the people that are making these movies. They're humans. They're human beings, you know? Yeah. They're not perfect. No one's fucking perfect. That's why cancel culture is, like, insane. Like, the idea that, like, everyone is perfect. You can be, you, everything that you say in your life is it has to be perfect like like dude you know that's wrong and you know that's insane so what the fuck are we doing yeah and also cancel culture like isn't really real on the internet and like these people that are canceled (laughs) aren't really canceled they're still working today louis ck is still selling out fucking theaters like what the fuck are we talking about um but like I think just the title of them and, like, it's opening it. It's almost like it's opening itself to discussion. You know what I mean? So I do, yeah. I think, like, I don't know if that was the right decision that, that Alex Garland made, like, naming the movie then. Like, I don't, I don't know. But um, I think you're right. In this day and age, I think that's what's happening, is that a lot of the discussion around this movie is, like, um, being colored by this you know, insane divide of politics that we're in. And, like, they, dude, it's not, like, like, there's pizza, like, what you described. Like, people want to just, like, and fucking COVID. Like, people want to, like, yeah. like, inject their politics into, like, everything. It's like, dude, this isn't political. COVID isn't political. Like, what are we yeah. fucking doing? Like, this yeah. is a virus that is affecting the fucking world. There's nothing political about this fucking thing. People are dying. Yeah, you know, like fucking put masks on you know, like a while ago, but like, <laughs> yeah, it's the same idea. It's like people are, yeah, I know. Like that's yeah. why I got political in any fucking stretch of the imagination because it's stupid. It's dumb. How about we're all humans? How about that? <laughs> you know, 
Like, I don't know. That's why I don't engage in politics because it's so silly. And, like, we're really just, you know, and that's, I don't like it when it's put, a, like, put against movies, you know? Um, yeah. But I will say, like, I think that this movie accidentally opened itself up to that discussion. Yeah. Um, and I mean, honestly, I think. But I don't think it deserves, you know what I mean? I think it's just trying to be, like, a cool, fun, spooky, like, creepy horror movie that's about, like, guilt and about, like, you know, someone overcoming guilt. But this whole Ned angle is, I think, a little half-baked. The more that we talk about it, I think it's a little, like, I don't really know what that really means. And maybe I have to watch it again. But, um, because yeah. I, I feel think... like we've been trying to tiptoe around, like, like, what the thematic nature of it. Because, I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot, you know. There's a lot. Well, yeah, and I think, I think, I think your point, I think you're making a really good point, like by the decision of, he's really, it seems like Alex Garland really has an intention of putting this out there in a way to be discussed. It's not something that is like an element of it, but the name of it being men and the repetition of it. And um, for me, I would say, although it is really difficult to articulate, I I don't feel like it's that half-baked. But I agree yeah. with you saying that it's half-baked, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and I can't really I, – I need to process it more about why I don't think that. But yeah. I, Because I don't really I don't really know why, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I, I'm still, like, kind of, like, well, in I this mean, ambiguous like place if I, if I could speak for you, <laughs> uh-huh. I think the way that you describe, like, what, like, what you got out of the movie, which I think is brilliant, the whole slasher angle of, like, using these kind of, like um, – almost flipping the slasher movie on its head and, mm-hmm. like, using these, like, problematic, uh, like, things about slasher movies in the 80s and the 70s and things like that and, like, taking it as this Ned angle and, like, just adding more of a social element to it. A very little yeah. but not, uh, which I think is a really good way to look at the movie. And, like, I think, honestly, that's how I kind of mean it, you know? Like, now that you're, like, I'm kind of thinking that there's two sides of me. This is why I'm so. This is why being a film fan and like being on the internet is so crazy because you get <laughs> you get so many different perspectives. I know, right? yeah. Because right. I can agree with this idea of it being half big. If this is going for, I don't even know if this is really going yeah. for that. You know right. what I mean? Right. Um, oh, that gets so the, crazy. Right? So it's like the intention of it <laughs> is kind of in the air, which. Like, it could be an issue and could not be. But at the end of the day, this is a really creepy, fun, like, crazy horror movie with these really insane imagery that sparks discussion. And that's all I can really ask for, you know, in this day and age in 2022 where everything is, like, there's right-wing media and then there's left-wing media, you know? It's like, um, so, like, it's like having something that actually sparks a discussion that we just had is like, you know, um, what art should be and what it can be. Right. And it makes me think, I've been thinking about this quote a lot ever since you sent it to me. That's the Ethan Hawke thing that went viral, which he was talking about. And I just really, the more, I'm just the type of person that I I really agree with that. I just like watching movies and having experience, finding movies that really have a real connection with me, like really like hit me and do something for me. Um, And really it's frustrating because 
my experience of film school, which we went to the same film school, and I think we had a similar mm-hmm. experience at the same film oh. school, <laughs> but was was this sort of frustrating thing that would happen where you might come forward and like a movie, and there would be a lot of you know students who yeah, would make right, these sort right, of right. frustrating arguments about why like yeah. it's not good or what's prop what's a problem about you this movie. Things that they saw on the internet. Exactly. Basically yeah. that. Yeah, basically yeah, yeah, yeah. that. And it's frustrating because that's kind of the situation I feel like we're we're kind of in with this where it's not 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 as stupid as some of the stuff we heard in no, film I school. I don't even like you know sucks, like, I don't even know if like that's the criticism. Like Right, no, that's you know, the other like, thing. We're just imagining I, I, I it. See, I think I you know, I might have saw one TikTok or something that was like talking about that, you know. So yeah. I, I might have like seen one thing, but I don't I don't know if like that's really What's going on here? I think I think so though. You know, yeah. I yeah, can already yeah. kind of yeah. And I I think I think at the end of the day, like um, it's it's going to just be a thing that just really needs time to sort of for the world to sort of gestate on and get totally. through this initial because <clears throat> most movies that are like I think very good, you know, unless they're an instant classic that just hits yeah, right. in that special kind of way, um. Like a lot of movies that are weird like all this, kind of insane too. Like the idea of instant classic, Claymore. Right, yeah. right. But um, you could be wrong. <laughs> right, right. But uh, but films like this, I think, need to go through like this period of like just a lot of people yeah. hate them because the other thing with yeah, movies this like is this, a wild movie. Like this is, you know, they got this a chew is, on it. Like this is akin to Under the Skin, and the first time I saw oh, Under yeah. the Skin, I wouldn't say I loved it. You know, no, I, I definitely got up. I, I watched it and I had the experience where I was like, I hated that. And then, yeah. like throughout the week, it like it stuck with me and yeah. like and it yeah, held yeah, with me. And yeah. now I know that sort of like that experience. I've I've recognized that that feeling that I thought right. was like I didn't like that is now like I'm yeah. gestating. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm fr- working that with idea. this. I mean, I think that's the idea of like it's just like if you the film. It's hard to because when a film is like made something and it like asks you to like engage with it and asks you to like bring your own ideas into yeah. it, it's really frustrating, you know. Yeah. It's like it's work. It's, it's work. Not a lot of movies like do that, right? Where it's like mm-hmm. that's why art cinema is so fascinating because they want you to, and why it's so divisive. You know, a lot of art when a big art film like this comes out, that with this big budget and a lot of people are seeing it. Like, it's going to be the missing, like, something like It Comes at Night. A lot of A24 stuff that they mm-hmm. put in theatrical releases have, like, the funniest responses ever. Because they're, like, like normal horror audience members go see it, and they have no idea. They're like, what the fuck? Like, I thought I was just going to see, like, a fun witch movie, but instead I got, like, <laughs> this, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is, yeah. like, neither horror nor are there. I'm not saying, like, those audiences are more odds or anything i'm just saying like there's different audiences so like um it makes sense that you would have those reactions to to a movie like that you know and like uh you're not alone i think a lot of people have that like the people who like watch 10 film festival stuff and like they're like they're like you have to be knowing what you're getting into you know yeah. like you're you're like just me explaining to you like the image like okay five years ago i would if i saw this movie and i saw the birth the birthing scene <laughs> yeah i would be like i don't know not only do i not know because this is the stupidest thing i've ever seen in my life <laughs> but i'm just 
But because I watched so many art films and have engaged with, like, cinema other than Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, yeah. like, which is a great movie. But, <laughs> like, I, I'm trained myself on how I, watch, how I enjoy watching movies. Like, I like seeing in the dream that make me think of thematic things and make me think of... I, I have buddies who, like, look at me weird when sometimes when we go see, like, a like a, an art film or, or a film that's like, you know, not, you know, Avengers or something. Yeah. Where I, I, the way that I discuss it is more of like a thematic, and you probably know this about me, it's like more mm-hmm. about like the themes of it, like what it is trying to like say, you know? Um, because that's what, like how I do experiences, you know? And like, sure, there's, Obviously, things that are like this is a ride. Enjoy the fucking ride. You know, mm-hmm. you're not gonna you're not gonna get a lot out of this in terms of like you know philosophically. <laughs> you know, but when I love movies like Men and like these incredible movies and um, everything everywhere all at once that are basically genre films that are able to blend like these thematic things within a fun ride in like a genre film. That's like to me what really excites me about movies and the movies that I want to write the movies that I want to make yeah. are, are things that are that on the surface look like a genre film and that they are a genre film like this is a slasher film really what you what you said you know but obviously there's a lot more going on here you know yeah love it or hate it but there's a lot more going on here you know yeah um, yeah so yeah. it's so true uh I think that's really good I think the other thing about this film, in my personal experience with it, that um, I don't know if I'm just like at this point so indoctrinated with Marvel, but I <laughs> used to have the experience with films like this where it was divisive and it had like yeah. this mixed reaction where I was frustrated that people yeah. didn't like the good shit, as I would describe it. Oh, just, yeah, this is no. like my favorite type of stuff versus like yeah. stuff that's more conventional and things like yeah, that. Right. And I still, you know, I have like frustration about it because it's such my preference. It's hard for me to imagine. Like I just, it's hard for me to understand why everyone doesn't love it because it's such sure, a meaningful yeah. experience for me. Yeah. But now after I saw this and like, I'm not as bothered I, 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 by- I, I, I've had those feelings too. For but sure. I, I'm I'm so I've grown to a place where I'm so not as bothered by people not yeah, liking yeah, this as much yeah. as me. And to me, what I really thought about after I got out of that theater is was I was just so grateful for the diversity of it. You know, it's just like it's yeah. not that I want Marvel films to go away. It's just yeah. that I watched Doctor Strange was in the theater right next to me. Right. That's what I want. I just want a movie like sure. this next to Doctor Strange every time. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, diversity. I think is like I mean. I think I'm going to joke to you. I'm seeing Top Gun tomorrow, and I can't be more excited. Yeah. You know? and, and it's a movie for the dads, you know? <laughs> it's for the fucking 50-year-olds in the world, you know? And this movie's in theaters, and we have, you know, Sonic 2 for the kids, you know? Like, diversity is, like, that's something that was around when I was a kid, you know? Like, when, when I was a kid... When, you know, in the 2000s, when you went to go see a movie, there were options, you know? Mm-hmm. Was like, there's the studio comedy, there's the action movie, there's the, you know, the, uh, the horror movie. They're, you know, they, that's, that's when movies are thriving. Yeah. But now we're in a really weird time where it's like we have an A24 movie probably, like a art film, a superhero movie, possibly two. 
superhero movies in like some really bad animated movies. It's not yeah. made by Pixar or something. Yeah, yeah, just some that's it. literal trash. Yeah, like that's in the garbage it. can. So, like, yeah. there's not, I think there's not also not as many movies in theaters anymore. Um, it, it's also making me think about, I think, I'm pretty sure you sent me this video where it was of this guy that was talking about um, how he thinks that movie theaters would do well if they made an oh, investment the back Oh, Yes. What he was talking about. And I want to connect that to what you just said about um, like five years ago, having a different response to this kind of movie, which I think is the problem. Older. But but what what, what I was going to say is that that watching these things need practice. And when it's been so removed from like something that to do. Oh yeah, like, that's right. I people thought that don't, was a really good point. Yeah. People people no longer have the practice or the openness to going yes. and exploring this type of stuff. That is so, so real, dude. Holy and shit, that's dude. that's that's like a really um I thought he was speaking the gospel when he said that. I, I did like, too. Oh I thought God. that was so genius and so important to be yeah. thinking about again about how like like movies like this that don't necessarily succeed in a monetary sense yeah. do a really important thing for our culture, you know, and our just yeah. our, our our development as people you know right. even if you don't not that you have to grow to like this that like that's a that's like no, a primitive no, way no, of no, thinking no, about no, it like no, the no, best no. The thing what yeah. you have to do is eventually learn to like these yeah. films because this is high art there's it's like, a that's, guy no there's <laughs> people getting burned out of their anxieties you might not yeah. like it <laughs> but, but it's that process of going through it and making the decision like i hate that like what you said that's bullshit but at yes. least you made that decision yeah that's great yeah. that's an authentic right. thing because when you come out of dr strange or a lot of these marvel movies it's just kind of like cool okay and you go yeah. on with your day right <laughs> and, yeah exactly which is it's right. not bad but we need the other shit too we need to be challenged yeah you need to be challenged <laughs> yeah right and like now it's just like content and we were talking about this before but like the content being so like there's so much content out there that like people you know it's just easy to find the comfort stuff yeah you don't take risks anymore and it's hard to make really an argument sad. about why, like, with that, that, that was very symbolic to me to have Doctor Strange right next to men. And it's like, why yeah. go here instead of Doctor Strange? That's a very hard argument to make. For me personally, yeah, yeah, I 100% really know. know why. But yeah. if you're not like me and you don't like movies like this, well, how can I convince you? I don't know. No, you can't. That's like, the problem. I can't. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm just happy that, like, a24 i mean they have like i don't know they have so they have a big enough audience that they're able to put these movies in theaters same with like neon you know the fact that i'm gonna go see a new game incredible movie yeah. in theaters amongst is like the best thing i've awesome. ever you know what i mean so that's, awesome. that's incredible um and like i think it's in theaters i'm pretty sure um yeah i mean I, in this day and age where the coen brothers movie is not in theaters the scorsese movie is not in theaters you know, it's yeah. a weird time you know getting a film in theaters by a master filmmaker like you know, the work it's um it's a treat you know it's a treat um and it just sucks that you know in the 90s it was like common practice right you know but now it's like it's rare you know, so um, right, we're making that we're having to make that really interesting transition where, um, you know, like because in the '90s it was 
the financially correct thing to do, you know, yeah. like to to make the Steven Spielberg film because it's Steven Spielberg. Well, of course. But yeah. but now but now what's financially what what sells is the Marvel label and the, the franchise the the franchises that are along yeah. with the things that are sort of familiar. Just because that's just what sells, which is I mean, always how it's been. Literally, but, in two weeks, the new Jurassic World comes out, which you see the trailer is just another bullshit legacy movie. I mean, of course they brought Jeff Goldblum, Sam Neill, and Laura Gurn back because this movie set dick, so might as well bring the original yeah, cast and have do? people remind them of the fucking good movie. I mean, like, <laughs> put effort in. Jesus Christ, how about you make a good movie and not rely on the better fucking movie? Yeah. It's insane. It's insane shit that's happening right now. And it'll just be, it'll be interesting to see if we need to wait for, like, in that, it's my favorite story to hear about, like, the rise of, like, these 70 filmmakers like Coppola and George Lucas yeah. and all of them, where they, it was, it kind of happened because movies were in a shit place, and they right. just kind of, like, did a shotgun blast and yeah. say, make whatever you want, see what sticks. Well, the and scary then, part is movies aren't really in a shit place, they're making money. I know, and that's the you thing, know? that's, it's yeah. like, are, are we going to have to wait until it gets really shit? Like more shit than yeah. this, which is it shit? I don't know. Like to a lot of people, but are yeah. we gonna have to have this new thing where it's gonna trickle in? Which is why I I'm so grateful for this movie. I'm yeah, so totally. grateful yeah. and like, refreshed and energized by it. Wide. Yeah, and a twenty four is just I'm so glad that they're sticking it out because they're doing some. I, I just yeah. think it's really important to have films like this out there. Absolutely, so it really is. And like it's like, love it or hate it, like I said. You know, it's important that this is in theaters. And, like, you know, as horror fans, you know, also, like, you know, this is a really awesome horror movie. I can't remember the last time I saw a really fun horror movie in theaters. It's been a while. Uh, I'm trying to think, like, I can't remember the last horror movie I saw in theaters. That wasn't, like, um. I mean, Scream was the last one I saw. Yeah, but... that's, I mean, that's, like, a fun, you know. It's like a comedy popcorn horror movie. movie. Yeah, popcorn movies. That's a good um, description. Yeah, I mean, that must have been like the last. I mean, so it's great to see something like this. Like, truly disturbed me, you know? Yeah. In a loud, yeah. booming theater. Um, we should probably end because we could talk forever, you know? But um, I thought this was a really interesting podcast. I thought this was a really interesting movie to talk about. Uh, if you're listening to this and you've seen it and you know who I am <laughs> and you have my phone number, <laughs> yeah, let us or know what you think. Message us on Instagram or Twitter yeah. or whatever, YouTube comments. Let me know what you think of it. Let me, I want to know what people thought of this movie if you've seen it. Um, this is the type of movie that, you know, I want to hear every opinion, you know, that someone has. That I go and see this movie because I think that this is just open to discussion. Absolutely. And, um, I love discussing movies. Obviously, that's why we have a podcast. All right, everybody. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, my name is Alex. My my name is Jesse. Okay, I think. And butter. Signing off. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. Bye.